So what I would highly recommend is that you start with your employees first to find out what's important for them. And then anything that they're behind, you know, get behind it with them. Welcome to the Restoration Playbook podcast by Know How. I'm Paul Silliman, and the goal of this podcast is to give you an insight into the restoration industry's most innovative companies that are building world-class workforces one step at a time. We interview the biggest names in restoration and explore in-depth how they're building team culture, developing their employees, and strengthening loyalty all while increasing their revenue. In today's episode, we're chatting with Sean Folks and Marcy Richardson from Guaranteed Restoration. Guarantee has five offices along the Gulf Coast of the United States and is known throughout the restoration industry as a company that cares about community involvement. For a company that's over 50 years old, this emphasis is giving back to the community has evolved and grown over the years. To hear Sean tell it, they've learned a lot of lessons along the way when it comes to building a company that's an integral part of your town or city lessons I'm excited to dive into. We'll kick things off with Marcy and Sean from Guaranteed Restoration in just a minute. But first, let me quickly tell you about KnowHow. KnowHow is a software tool for growing restoration companies who are looking to equip their staff with the information they need to succeed in their role. From tight, structured, new employee onboarding to step-by-step guidance on how to use equipment out in the field, KnowHow ensures your workers do things the right way every time. Plus, with over 600 restoration-specific templates on everything from how to set up a dehumidifier to which Xactimate line items you should enter, you don't need to start from scratch to begin equipping your team. In fact, for listeners of this podcast, I created a comprehensive day one water mitigation checklist that anyone can use for free, even if you're not a know-how customer. Just head to tryknowhow.com slash podcast one to view it. Print it or send it to your team. Again, that's tryknowhow.com slash podcast, the number one. We'll also throw a link into the show notes for you as well. All right. And with that, let's kick things off with Marcy and Sean from Guarantee Restoration. Marcy, Sean, great to have you guys on the podcast. Let's kick things off by exploring the story of Guarantee Restoration. In just a few minutes, can you walk us through the origin story of Guarantee? So Marcy and Sean, how would you unpack the Guarantee Restoration story in just a few minutes to like a newcomer to the industry? Sure. So I'll take that one. Um, So a few minutes, my mom and dad started a company about 50 years ago, small one bedroom apartment, kind of the American dream, moved down to Baton Rouge and uh, started a franchise cleaning carpets and... um, you know, throughout the years, we went through a couple of different changes and joined another franchise and went independent, um, went another franchise and then went back independent and back to where we are now um, to where, you know, we have five offices located along the Gulf Coast um, and we have about 160 employees and we do full service restoration um, and and travel the entire country for any work and it built a, a strong base in our area and across the country, too, as well. Perfect. Well, speaking of that strong base in your area, that's kind of what we were diving into today is, you know, Guarantee is a market leader. You guys have very busy operations. You're down in the Gulf Coast down there. I'm in Florida. We have hurricane stuff coming through all the time. So how do you guys make make time for the community involvement you guys do? Marcy, you want to take that one? I, I think it's just important. You know, I mean, we live where we work. And so we want to make sure that we're always giving back to the community. Um it's necessary, right? We want to show that we care. We do care of where we work, where we live. 
even as small as to our employees, I mean, we we have a program here. If your employee, if your child is involved in a sports activity, an organization, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, choir, whatever it may be, we give money to our employees, children's organizations. We want to support them. We want people to grow. We want them to flourish. If, if our community is doing well, we're going to thrive in that area. So we, That's we awesome. Made it a priority. We made it a priority to um, to put it out to our people to find what their interest is um, and definitely our clients too as well and make those interests our interest and, um, you know, push the people to let us know what they need and what they want so that we can be involved with that because it, it is important. It's important to our people. It's important to our clients. Therefore, it becomes important to me and, and to our entire team. No, that's fantastic. Cause I mean, that's, it's something you don't see a lot. It helps, you know, bring, it adds a whole nother level to your company culture. So with that, you know, having that engagement with your team and, you know, deciding how to help, you know, run some of these places or helping with Girl Scouts or anything like that, you know, what kind of sense of ownership and how have you seen that results on your team? Sense of ownership is, again, it's it's what they're doing every day, right? And they know, hey, we're giving back um, hospitals, for example, or schools that we go and work in. It could be a school that one of our employees' children's at. And it's ownership because, hey, they know that we're rebuilding that school and it's where my child's attending or it's the hospital that we go to. It's it's ownership in everything and every step that we do because, again, we're out there. You know, it's exactly where we are, the community that we live in. And it's our responsibility. We take very much pride in that. And that is the ownership for us. One of the things, too, that we did... Um we put it back on our employees as well. So to give you a great example, this past summer we did, um, at each branch we did a thing called pie in the face. So different people, the executive team and the leadership team, um, the people at the individual branches got to bid on how much, who was going to pay, how much to to put a pie in either my face, Morrissey's face, our branch manager's faces, our CFO, all these different people. Um, and they put up their own money. You know, so they had they had buy-in on it too. And then the company matched all of that. And then what we did with all those proceeds is we bought, you know, I think probably $25,000 worth of school supplies to donate to local schools in our community. But it was our employees buy-in too as well. It wasn't just something here, we're pushing this out. It was, you know, this is something we're going to do. You have the opportunity to hide me in the face which I would highly not recommend because it after the you know they do it you smell that all day it doesn't matter how many times you shower it's it's awful especially in July it's yeah. Ooh. but Ooh, but yeah that buy-in. might that might have been a winter month one there yeah, yeah. right the buy in from our people was um, where I think we got a lot of momentum with that one and uh, a lot of traction that that really was great for the culture and for also to our community that's fantastic. So one thing we found in our book, Why Workers Quit, is uh, one of the strongest retention strategies is to provide your staff with fulfilling, meaningful work that has real impact. How do you think of this at Guarantee? Well, I'll take that one. So uh, every month we do company meetings and um, we have somebody from the company come up and, and we incentivize them to memorize the mission statement. You know, and with our mission, the way it is... um, it's giving back to our community and helping our partners and our friends and all the all the different things along with it. Um, and then we make them tell us how they lived the mission last month. 
So what we're, you know, we're trying to promote that on all of our people is like, we're not here for a job. We're helping these people get their lives back to normal. It's like, I always tell people, we're kind of like doctors, you know, the flu season comes around and we're not happy about it, but we're happy to help our friends and family, you know, so don't look at yourself as just out there doing a job, cleaning up sewer underneath a trailer at 3 a.m. You know, you're helping these people that live inside that trailer get their lives back to normal. So, and and we've got a lot of great success with that in our people too, as well, where it's not just a job. No, that's, uh, that's great to hear. And especially in today's day and age, you know, finding employees is, is an issue for everybody. So, you know, having that sense of community and having that, you know, sense of ownership is huge. How has that affected, you know, retention, people wanting to stay, enjoying coming to work for you guys? I think that the the main thing, you know, for us is, is number one is finding that right person. You know, we always say mm-hmm. is we, we hire for heart. We make sure that when people are coming here, that they know this is more than a job, right? And so when they have the ownership, when we're living that mission statement, we it's just not words on a wall. It's not just on a piece of paper. And that's what Sean's saying. We we recite it. We ask them, how are what is your buy-in on that? When tr- people truly believe in everything that they do and they believe the company is, is for the people at the heart, and when they have that buy-in, they're going to stay and they're going to give you 100% day in and day out. And I think that's what we've really established and gotten with our employees here is that they know we're we're here for them. We're here for our community and we're going to continue to um, to live that every single day. No, that's that's a it's it's a key thing. And, you know, it's not only just community involvement. You know, you guys are on the Gulf Coast. You know, you see some pretty bad storms come through. So it's one thing to you know, like you mentioned, have a school flood that someone goes to. It's another thing to have a hurricane come through and being able to know not only have you built that relationship with your community, people know you're going to be there. Your employees are going to take that seriously. And it's, you know, I've worked at a handful of restoration companies where I I don't even know if we had a motto. I couldn't even tell you if it was, if we had a mission statement, you know, so being able to have that, that is great to hear. Um, So kind of diving into the nuts and bolts, Say, you know, if we have a company that wanted to become more involved in their community and give back, um, kind of what steps would you have them take to kind of get started? Or, you know, what values or beliefs do you think they need to dive into on the leadership level? Um, well, I, I got to be honest, before um, we got where we were, I didn't really have, I was mainly focused on growing our company and, and developing our company. And didn't think about, you know, any of that stuff. And then we had somebody that came to work for us and, and was big in that and helped me realize that it was important. So the way we first started was we found out what was important to our clients. And then we started becoming members of that and doing things with that. And then we realized, like, you know, that's great and all, but it really is about our employees and the people that work for us. So what I would highly recommend is that you start with your employees first to find out what's important for them. And then anything that they're behind, you know, get behind it with them. Don't take the don't take the lead, you know, because that's what I found is if I'm taking the lead and, and I don't buy into it or it's somebody else's idea, but I'm trying to run with it. It doesn't go anywhere. But if I have somebody that, you know, their spouse or they have a sibling or they have a child that has some sort of disease or a cancer, you know, and they want to do a walk. We're going to make shirts. We're not going to pay for everybody to walk in the walk, but we may match that sponsorship for the people that do come. You know, we always want to make it to where they have some sort of skin in the game or, you know, it's not like the company's just providing this free outing for everybody. 
you know, they're, they're paying to walk. The company's going to match whatever uh, we raise for that too as well. Um, but it's more about the employees. If I could go back, I'd start with my people first to find out what's important to them and then make it important to me. Because, I mean, I have the things that are important to me, um, you know, and I, 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 I do all those too as well. But when it comes to work, um, it's employees first. So, you know, I think it's it, passion is contagious, right? And and we want if somebody is seeing, hey, that we are passionate with them of what's important to them, it's going to con- be contagious, and they're going to come up and sh- and show up to work, you know, happier and more productive and a better employee because they say, hey, you know what, my company is also caring about what I'm passionate about, and that's just going to continue to filter out to everybody. No, I think that's a key point you just touched on is that passion. And, you know, let's be frank with each other. Restoration is not an easy thing to be in sometimes, but it's a lot easier getting out of bed knowing the company I work for cares about my passions. They care about our coworkers' passions. Everyone's involved. You know, if there's something I feel strong about and you guys are willing to jump on board, it makes me want to come in every day. You know, it's very easy to get lost in the shuffle of everything. Um, No, that's fantastic. So, um, how do you guys think about spotlighting or promoting your community involvement in especially not only just sharing it, but sharing in a way that's very authentic to where it's not like you guys just said something that's top down getting pushed around. Yeah. I, I think it's sharing our community involvement. It It's not really about the spotlight, right? It's not saying, Hey, look at guarantee we're doing this and we're, we're out and showboating. It's not about that, right? It's just really to, to show the compassion, to show that heart of, of us, right? You know, restoration, like you said, it's not always glamorous, but it is making sure that we're showing how we are empathetic. We're showing that we do care that, you know, at 3 a.m., you went, went to the restroom and you're you got two inches of water. That's a compassion, you know, or if a deer in the middle, you had a your house catch on fire. It's the compassion. And so we want to show that we're always there and then we're going to be compassionate. Um, and, and just to, just to show that passion, right? Because we do want to continue to put it out there, but not showboat. Correct. And I, yeah, I think it's, it's key because it's not only showing it from a company's perspective, it's, you know, your employee's family is seeing this. Not only are they wearing your guys's gear, but now you know, their, their parents might see it or, you know, a friend of theirs is like, man, I saw you guys, this company were out at this or that. And it, it kind of, it drives that and brings that pride to working with you guys as well. Well, I think that's a great point, Paul, is that one of the things we always, unfortunately, you don't, don't want to forget about our employees' families, but our employees' families also give a lot back. You know, when mm-hmm. they have that call at 2 a.m., that they're the ones going out there to receive that call or we're going out of town to whatever loss may be. You know, there's families that are left back as we want to show that we're also caring about the families because they're giving up some of their time with their family member of doing those calls at late nights or going out of town. Great point. Absolutely. Because, you know, especially in the area you're in, I've done some cat deployments. You know, I've gone to some of these places after storms and it's it's almost like a deployment. You know, you're you're going to be gone weeks at a time. So having that pride, not only as an employee, but as a family, as people connected to your employees. And it has a great reach and spreads a great message. Um, 
So for anyone who's listening to this, who is just as inspired, they, they enjoy everything they hear and they say, you know what, this is something we really need to incorporate. Do you have one or two, like just key little nuggets on how to get them out there and kind of advice for them? Um, be real, be real. Let your people see you real. Um, and when they have things that are important to them, you know, make it important to you and don't, don't make it fake. I mean, some of the things that, that, you know, for the, I, I used to be, people used to call me like a robot, right? Cause I was very regimented. It was black or white. This is what we're doing. Why are we doing that? Because that's what we were supposed to do. That's what we were told to do. And when I realized that, um, this business and, and business in general is more about people and it's not about, you know, processes and systems and all these different things. That's when we really started to take off. You know, our turnover ratio is, you know, we had a little bit of a hiccup last year, like everybody did with everybody, you know, the great resignation, but um, our turnover ratio compared to the industry average is significantly lower. Um, you know, we've done a great job. And, and a lot of times people that leave, it's it's because it's just not a good fit. It's not bad. It's not people are leaving because they hate the company or, you know, we're not firing people for things like that. It's just because they're not a good fit. You know, we help them move on if they want to move on. Yeah, so and I, that, yeah, no, I think that's fantastic. And I mean, it's the truth in restoration. Not everybody, it's not a perfect fit for everyone. So that's, that's key. And especially knowing that when they are, when they do move on or you do find other employees, it's, it's finding that right fit, finding those employees that want to live your values and really enjoy what they do every day. Um, so where can uh, people find you guys? If they want to learn more about guaranteed restoration, where, where can they find you? We are all over. You can see this man, you know, his videos on, on our Facebook page, on our LinkedIn page. But you can definitely visit our website at guaranteerestoration.com. Uh, take you to the links. But definitely, you know, visit us on Facebook and LinkedIn. It's where we're always showing uh, what we're doing, what we're giving back, what we're involved in. We we keep it up every day. There's always something new, new, uh, new article or new whatever we're doing. <laughs> but also, too, um, we're at, we know we go to the majority of all the conferences. We'll be at RIA. We'll be at Crawford. We'll be at Alacrity. Um, you know, we'll be at the PLRB, a lot of the different events. We're always there. Um, but I, I always invite people to come to our facility and see us if they ever want to. You know, what, the where we got today isn't because of me. It's not because of Marcy. It's because of the people that helped us get here. You know, I, I remember 10 years ago, I went to go see uh, Werner Cruz at JC Restoration hosted an event. And I went to him after the event and said, hey, I'd love to come back and see your facility. And he invited me with open arms. And just some of those things that other people have invited me in is how we got great to where we are today. So I, I invite people to come see us. We we built our own flood house and training facility and um, working on getting it ICRC approved. So hopefully people will come to see our facility and be able to do trainings here as well. So that's awesome. I got to come down and see this thing. I'm excited now. Well, that's <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much. Hopefully uh, everyone listening can take something from this and get out in your community and help grow that culture and uh, base with your uh, people. It's This is awesome. Thank you, guys. Great. Thank, Thank you, Paul. you, Paul. There you have it. Thanks again to Marcy and Sean for showing us those incredible insights to our listeners. As you heard, you can check them out at guaranteerestoration.com. So if you like it, 
Please remember to share it with friends and give it a good rating wherever you find your podcasts. And remember, you can get free access to my comprehensive day one water mitigation checklist for free by heading to trynowhow.com slash podcast one. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you again here soon.